Hello guys, welcome back to the Telecom Talk Show. Today we have Mr. Vinish Bauer with us. He's the head of enterprise emerging business and web skill at Nokia. Vinish, a warm welcome to on our show. And I believe it's the right time to have this conversation with you because India is transitioning to 5G with the 5G spectrum auctions going on. Uh, what do you feel about this? Yeah, thank you, Tane. It's a pleasure to be here, and thanks for having me in this uh, interview. Uh, yeah, absolutely ideal time. In fact, we're all watching the spectrum auctions going on. It is interesting the way it is evolving. So let's wait and watch how it ends up. And uh, this is the perfect time for, you know, uh, that the digital revolution that the country is ready for. So Vinish, you guys have been working with the Indian telecom operators for the last 1.5 years, right? Helping them out with the 5G trials, 5G use cases. So as per your understanding, what is one use case in both the consumer as well as the enterprise vertical that the telcos will be uh, very excited to roll out to monetize it and get a return on their investment. Sure. So, you know, as we all um, understand that 5G, it's not only about faster connectivity, right? It is, uh, as we call it, as a superstore of use cases. So 5G has a plethora of use cases that the industry, uh, enterprises and the consumers all can, can use. Um, the jury is still not out on what will be that one use case which will change the game. But in general, I think uh, let's understand what the enterprises want. They want higher bandwidth. They want ultra low latency. They want increased uh, security. So these are the main things that the enterprises want. So the use cases around it across verticals like the transportation, like manufacturing, um, like boats and mines, which will help them with this increased bandwidth latency are the ones which will you know sort of evolve. And they can be video analytics, they can be asset tracking, they can be autonomous uh, and maintain, remote maintenance, um, it can be anything to do with digital twins. One of it might be that game turner for the enterprises. Right now, I think it's a plethora of all these use cases for the enterprises. Now, consumer, you know, we have seen from 3G to 4G, 4G to now moving to 5G, you give them more data, you give them more bandwidth, the consumption increases. So that anyways will go on. So the increased consumption of bandwidth will happen by the consumers. Now, the use cases around it, you know, we've seen 4K, 8K videos, we've seen smart venues, we've seen connected cars. So, you know, again, these are the type of use cases that will evolve. Um, I think picking up one is, uh, frankly, the jury is not out on it, but one of these, you know, will be the game changer in 5G. So, Vinish, now it's an exciting time for you to be in the Indian market, right? Because the Chinese vendors are out now. The government doesn't want them to be in the uh, marketplace anymore. Uh, now, do you see that uh, being a very big positive for you in terms of market share in India? So, uh, you know, let me answer it in a very simple way. I think Nokia has been one of the top suppliers globally um, uh, and also in India. So we maintain our market share uh, before, uh, you know, even the geopolitical situation came in. So for us, we respect competition. I think any competition is healthy. Our market share was and it continues to be in terms of leadership in India the same. And I think we we will globally also, it will be like that only. And uh, we, you know, in terms of the 5G deals, we have more than five, 250 commercial deals with us. Uh, we have more than 450 commercial private LTE network signed. So we are leading the game over there. And I think we'll continue to do so. Um, and we work with, in India, we work with all the four CSPs. We work with all the hyperscalers, the enterprises, uh, be it government, be it private. Uh, we work with all the cable operators, ISPs, and having a huge market share over here. So we continue to do that. 
I think with or without the geopolitical scenario, we are proud of our market share and I think uh, we respect competition. So, um, you know, that will be our view that we Nokia is the number one supplier in India and we will continue to be that, hopefully. Okay, that's great, Vinish. So, now, Vinish, now there's a basic understanding of what 5G can do for the enterprises, how it can help them. But, you know, as per your uh, views, as per your understanding, what what should be like the major transformation that enterprises will see once 5G arrives? Sure. So, you know, we have been talking about industrial IoT for a while, right? Right from uh, almost a couple of years ago when 4G came uh, or even before that, the industrial IoT has been under discussion. How, how much of that has evolved is yet to be, you know, really, really seen. But the need of the enterprises around industrial IoT is strongly there. Now, today, when you talk to the CIOs, they talk about how do I make my productivity higher? How do I improve the efficiency of my workforce? How do I reduce the downtime that, that they would have? Now, in traditional technologies, uh, you know, and, and, and to, to, to fully respect Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi is a great technology, but the use cases that the industries are moving to, they need ultra-low latency. And only 5G, 4G wireless, 5G wireless can provide that one. So that takes care of the demands of the industries, on the enterprises to be more agile, to offer more use cases and to make, you know, pretty much simple, the life of the CIO is much easier. And, and that's where the world is moving towards. And that's the main need of the enterprises for in this 4G, 5G revolution. Secondly, you know, we are used to a, the OSS system, a legacy old OSS system. Now that is still a lot of it is manual service management that needs to be automated. Now, again, that's another use case, another need for the enterprises to have automated service management system, almost like one clip getting the whole view of how the network is working for an enterprise. So that's another thing that you can only do with a you know, private network of a 4G moving to 5G. Right now, let me give specific examples. Nokia has a factory in Chennai. We call it the conscious factory. And in four, we almost digitized this, made it a private 4G factory. And that helped us to improve, to have 31,000 man hours of time uh, was saved just by remote automation. You know, the automated vehicles, the uh, helping in terms of just pure automation that we got in that, in that factory helped to save labor time by 31%. And these are actual fact figures if somebody goes and sees it, can see that factory working over there. So these are the kind of use cases and the benefits that the industries would have and would help the, the CIOs. And this is with 4G. Now moving to 5G, which is even faster. We're talking 10x the kind of bandwidth, the 10x kind of you know, productivity increase using 5G networks. So it will be enhancing all these even further. right? And one last point, I think the overall, another need of the hour there is um, what is called as the security because everything is moving towards cloud. Now, private 5G networks will offer that as well. So as things move on cloud, you need to have enhanced security. How will you have that? Your traditional technologies don't allow you to have that. So that will be there done in 5G private networks. So that is where I think the industry's needs and demands will move. And 5G technology even gives you network slicing. So you slice the spectrum, use it for this network, and, and the, the private network works for you. So I think the need of enterprises will be taken care of partially by 4G, which is already there, and even better by 5G private networks. So, Vinish, what are your thoughts on India's infrastructure? Is is it ready enough for the telecom operators to come and say, hey, look, here we have 5G, and uh, they can offer services to both enterprises as well as consumers? 
very good question tumne um so i think um, the infrastructure in india let's break them into two parts see the the, the volume of 5g user base is expected you know we're looking at and these are tra reports around 370 million subscribers by 2026 uh, we're talking around uh, the cumulative economic impact of around a trillion dollars by 2020 2035 just because of 5g right now the service providers are moving from consumer service providers to digital service providers so all this is beyond connectivity they need to do all this they need a very very robust infrastructure and by infrastructure there are a few things right one is you have to have a very very robust fiber infrastructure right now the connectivity that we have 30 to 35% of towers are fiberized right we need that to move to 70% so massive enhancement has to happen on fiberization of towers which will have that underlay infrastructure for any of this technology to work the way we want it to work secondly we are seeing the service providers are getting ready for having an infrastructure on the transport side the transport network you know the what is called as a dwdm technology the ipmp layers layers on top of it so they need to have that backhaul transport network ready for the access network to work in the way they you know want to offer these use cases and services so i think there is room for growth there is definitely a underlying infrastructure that needs to evolve fiberization and the backhaul network infrastructure has to happen and i think the companies are getting ready for it um, so so that has to be a prerequisite for any of these 5g to be successful in india and work is happening around that uh, absolutely we are, we are in discussion with so many companies around how do they get their infrastructure ready uh, and even the government all these bbnl projects the, the infrastructure projects of fiberization in india is there to get us ready for 5g so yes there is uh, you know good work happening on that regard so vinish now private 5g is something that has been in a, a very hot discussion between the enterprises body and the coi so what is your take on this uh, was the government right in allowing the enterprises to take the spectrum directly in an administrative manner or will it hurt the business of the telcos basically see we always believe uh, the way it is it is it is it is both ways it's fine because you know they have to work together right and the uh, um, service providers obviously know of this market they know what services to offer what infrastructure to give what use cases to offer end to end connectivity so for the, for that as that on on that regard i think the spectrum which will which will be given to the service providers obviously will be used for the enterprise business also in parallel i think offering the enterprise to the to the uh, to offering the spectrum to the enterprises which has been done in a lot of worldwide um, uh, countries that we, we have seen is also evolving but with the help of the service providers right or the system integrator because enterprises might not directly be able to do the end to end connectivity just on its own so they would need the help of system integrators and the service providers also so i think it will work hand in hand i think the point of the the what we need to take into consideration is how do the enterprises get to the use cases that they would really need for their uh you know actual usage as an again let me just give you specific examples a mine a miner um the, the main need of mining is about having safety for their people the miners right the amount of time the people spend in the mines is also impacting the health so the so that they need to have very very efficient use cases for them to go and uh, do the work faster move out and then the next truck comes in move out that has to happen so for that you need these use cases now uh traditional 
technologies cannot give that. So you need to have a spectrum-based solution over there, right? So that's now can be offered with a combination of the enterprises together with partnership with the system integrators or service providers to offer these services. That's just one example. There are many like that. So I think it's a joint effort. I think the government is moving in the right direction. Let's see how it pans out and how it evolves in the country. Okay. So Vinish, what are Nokia's plans for the future in India? Because 5G is here now almost. And what are your strategies going to look like? Sure. So, so you know, Nokia's plan in India, as I said, we work very closely with all the service providers and we are in close discussions with everybody on their 5G plans. So that's our main, uh, you know, sort of portfolio that we are engaged with. I think I'll specifically talk more on the enterprise side. I think that's one area where Nokia has been drastically focusing over the last few years. And that, let's break it up, break it up into different verticals, how we classify it. So one is this whole private networks, the private enterprises, where we are working through our service provider partners, through the system integrators, and directly with the enterprises to set up private networks in the country, right? Which is where we see the world evolving and moving on in the next few years. Other than that, I think in enterprises, there is a lot of work that Nokia as a company does be it, let's take defense and public safety. Again, a, a huge area for growth there. We are working with the Indian uh, Armed Forces for different, different border area communication networks. They can be private networks for the you know defense agencies or uh, setting up wireless networks in the border remote areas. We have a lot of references around that and we are closely working on that regard. Public safety, I think we are gradually seeing a lot of demand for, you know, the, uh, say, uh, a police network or any of the specific security agencies network to have private networks just for their own usage. The old technologies need to evolve to new 4G, 5G now. So that's one very, very strong area for us. Number two, um, transportation. We are one of the leaders of the GSMR in India. And I think as, as that evolves, we are working with the railways on having more, say, 5G private networks for railways, uh, having LTE for railways, or the IPMPLS networks as well. So that's transportation is a very, very strong vertical for us. We are leaders over there. Third um, vertical on this side is the utilities, where we work with the power companies, uh, various power companies, and, and there also the need of moving from historic SDH to IPMPLS is there. So that's where Nokia comes as a strong partner, and we are the ones who sort of, you know, work with these companies to get their network evolved into this new technologies, so to say, which will help them to improve efficiencies, to improve the distribution network, to reduce the losses, and just for their you know financial revenue benefits and for their consumers also. So utilities is another very, very important sector, sector for us. And lastly is the government and cities, what we call. So this is all the PPNL, the BharatNet projects in the country. So we are, again, very closely working with some of the state governments to help in this whole BharatNet plans. And there, again, there is a combination of the FTTX network, the DWDM network, the IPMPLS network. We have the end-to-end -end technologies. So that's another domain that Nokia is working on. So the private, then these verticals of the government and PSU side, I think that combines our enterprise business that we are very, very strongly focused on. One more point I'd like to mention is around the web scalers, the whole growth of OTT business in India, right? There, now the old gigabit bandwidth has now become a terabit, right? Everybody is talking huge capacity growth in India. So we are, again, very, very closely engaged with all the, you know, the OTT players along with the service providers or enhancing their networks in India. You know, the data center growth that we are doing, Nokia has very, very, um, you know, has a strong portfolio over there that we are focusing on. So again, good growth area for us, I think strategically very highly focused. And that's the combination of, you know, our strategy for India, service providers, enterprises, web scalers uh, for India and even global. So Vinish, on a personal level, 
what is one 5G use case that excites you the most? What is one 5G use case that excites me the most? You know, for me, I think um, my, and this is coming from my son, I think the virtual reality part, I think he's very uh, impressed with that. And, and we keep on debating that, you know, will you pay extra money for having a virtual reality scenario, the VR use cases to see, uh, you know, uh, uh, being in the, almost being in the football stadium without actually being there, right? So getting that immersive experience, I think that I feel can be a game changer for me personally. My family uh, has been talking, including, you know, the kids in the house and uh, everybody in the house talks about that. So I'm very excited about that. And uh, I think that will be the consumer game changer uh, in my So I guess you guys all... You guys already did one 5G use case trial with Vodafone Idea where you showed cloud gaming, right? And you, you used VR VR glasses for that. Yeah. Uh, yes, you, yes. I actually experienced it at the Vodafone Idea media event last year in November. So Nokia right. was there, right? So I experienced it. Right. It was it was really fun. Yeah. So right. I know. In fact, we did trials with all the three service providers, and there were different use yeah. cases for each of them. Okay. Yeah, this is one of the most exciting use cases. And I think that's what you know we need to see and evolve. There'll be various different, I'm sure the service providers will try out different use cases, the enterprises are trying out different use cases. So there is no doubt about the need and the demand for all this. Now, how it evolves, how it changes the game. Again, I'm coming back to my factory. We have seen our factory evolving in terms of the use cases that they use. Every few months, somebody comes with a new use case, right? And, and they see that how a private network can change the game for a for a factory for a manufacturing plant. So yes, I think exciting times, and we are all very excited and to be in this space in this time. Uh, looking forward for this growth in the next few years. Okay, Vinish. Well, that will be all from my side. I thank you so much for your special valuable time, and I wish you all the best with Nokia's future. So thank you. Thank you, Tane. Thank you.